Welcome to the Retro Photo Film Podcast, where we break down 50 years of film and digital photography with a true Renaissance man. Grab your favorite darkroom snack. It's time to talk photography with your host, Al Tallene. Hi, this is Al Tallene. Welcome. Today we're going to talk about my experiences on the University of Utah Chronicle staff as a photographer was a daily newspaper and when I started at the university in 1970 I just finished serving three years in the United States Army and was really ready to just have a fun life because the army was very rigorous but another story the first quarter that I was there which was spring quarter of 1970 I was just happy to take classes at a university then in the summer quarter of the same year, I decided I needed something more than just the English and math core classes. So I thought I would like to take a photography class. So I took the photography class from the person that I talked about on March 20th, who became my friend. He was then my teacher, was Borg Anderson. So that was my first start into photography. I took pictures before that, but really what I hadn't done was got into a dark room, developed film, and learned how to compose pictures, learned how to look at life differently through the lens of a camera. That part was the exciting part. It definitely was my beginnings. I knew that I wanted to do more than just the assignments, so I started taking pictures of all kinds of things around campus just to be doing it. Then I realized fall quarter that I could take another photography class. And besides that, every day there was a newspaper on campus and I saw all the photographs and all the things that were happening. I thought, I want to become a photojournalist. So I went to the newspaper and got a job. It was kind of fun. <laughs> when I say a job, it's like when you go to the job, you get paid for going to the job. What they did was they gave you, I think, 60 bucks off of your tuition and then they gave you $10 per photograph that you took and was printed. You could take a lot of pictures, but if it didn't appear in the newspaper, you didn't get the 10 bucks. So that was my salary working for the Utah Daily Chronicle. It was kind of fun. I really enjoyed it because I was all over the place taking pictures, doing everything. In fact, some of it did get a little boring. I have to talk about that because there was a meeting every week with the mayor and the governor, and they would talk over the city problems and the state problems and talk about it. And it was at KUED. It was a radio station for the university, and it was a public radio station, too. So I was assigned to go there and photograph that every week. And they sit around this table, and they talk, and they talk, and then they do this. And so I had to go back and take pictures every week of this same boring meeting. And I got looking at this and I thought, you know what I could do? I could take a crap load of pictures here, which I did. I took probably three rolls of film, which might not be a lot to you, but it was, it was 36 exposures on my twin lens reflex camera that I was using. And then I went back. They had to have this picture each week and they looked the same. So what I did was I made up a whole bunch of pictures, different faces, different angles, different things. And then each week I would just print up another one and hand it to them and say, I went to the meeting. They never knew. It was just, <laughs> nobody ever knew the difference because it was the governor talking or it was the, 
the mayor talking, and nobody noticed that they had different ties on or suits on. There wasn't any audio that went along with that, so nobody knew what they were talking about. So I just took these same pictures. And actually, until I finished, nobody ever knew that I ever did that till my confession today of having that happen. Well, I did the similar thing with sports. I thought, oh, I'm going to love sports. And you don't get a lot of great sport pictures using a twin lens reflex camera. You just don't. It requires a 35 millimeter. Oh, I didn't own one. And so when I wanted to do sports pictures at the football games, I was there and it was kind of like, oh, this is kind of boring. This is great. But this, what are they doing? It's the same. I had no idea. I don't know sports. So I had no idea what they were doing. But I came back with loads of pictures of cheerleaders and cheerleaders' legs. And it was like, they, they, they didn't want to print those. But then I realized, you know what? If I had some really good pictures of the game and the different plays that they made, I could do the same thing. So I watched how they played and what they did. And so then when I went out to take another picture, because it was black and white. So it was either a dark uniform or a white uniform. And the university, they switched back and forth because there are colors are red, but they wore white with red things. So it's like, so it changed. So what I did was I just kept all these different pictures of the games. And then when they sent me out to photograph a game, I just went in and printed one up and put it back in. And they put a thing to it and said, ah, number 25 did this play today. Nobody knew it was the same game that I shot three months ago. I didn't do that a whole lot, but I did do that too. But that's some really great pictures of the cheerleaders, so I have to admit that. I found my niche in actually going around campus and photographing all the oddball things that were going on, the picturesque photographs of the campus showing people the kind of the campus life that was happening, bicycling down the corridors and walking hand in hand on the walkways and the trees that were bent over a walkway and so many of these things that were just kind of the beauty of the whole campus. The University of Utah campus is a very, very beautiful campus. The sprawling, beautiful part of the campus was designed by a gentleman by the name of Bruce Jensen. He was the architect for making the campus look really beautiful until his tenure ended. And it still is just this, it's all still there and it's still beautiful and it's incredible and it's great. So fun to photograph. Every season, I loved photographing in the snow out there, walking along the paths. And I loved the spring and every season was just a delight to photograph. The fall, it was so great because you could walk along and they have all these crews that would come along and, and pick up all the leaves all the time. But you could still walk across these big open grassy areas that were just filled with leaves and you drag your feet through the leaves and it was great. In fact, I used to love doing that with my wife. I would take and get us a couple of hot dogs and we'd walk through the leaves and brush leaves and just because we were both University of Utah people. A lot of the photographs that I took while I was there for the three years, I graduated in 1973 with a bachelor's degree. And a lot of those photographs were published. I have put them on my Instagram account. You can go back to December 18th, 2020, January 27th, 2021, January 29th, and February 8th. And you will find photographs that are stories that I've talked about the photographs on my Instagram account taken during my tenure at the University of Utah. The part that I loved the most was the fact that I had this little card that said I was a staff photographer at the University of Utah 
Daily Utah Chronicle. It was just a small daily newspaper, but it was a very radical newspaper. We got ourselves in trouble, I say we, the, the newspaper staff, uh, many times over the crazy things that we did do or try to get away with on a political realm. But uh, it, it still was a great place, great place to work. And there was always crazy things that were happening at the Chronicle office, even though it was a office that was open almost like 24-7 because people were in there working early in the morning till late, late at night, and getting the newspaper to bed every day was a big task. Fortunately, I was just a lowly photographer, so all I had to do was turn in my photographs to the editor, and they put them with the stories, and that was all I had to do, while the rest of them had to put it all together and make it so that it got out every day. We had a, an advisor who was from the Salt Lake Tribune downtown who would come around two or three times a week and help us out and say, yeah, change this, change that, you're doing great. And so we were really learning great journalistic skills. Now, after I, th I think it was my second year, I became the head photographer. So then I actually had to stick around and make sure the photographs that everybody else had taken had got put together with the stories right. And so I had a little bit more responsibility. But it was still crazy. The photograph that goes along with the story that you're looking at today, it actually is on my Instagram, Friday the 26th. It is our art director who is bent over a desk, and you see this double image of him. Because what my assignment was was to go around and photograph the key members, which were the heads of the departments, doing their work so that we could publish it whenever we needed it, and just to have pictures of the staff. This person was working at his desk, and I'm going, okay, it's not bad. I have him sitting there painting and doing something over the one of the ads that he was working on. I thought, that's not bad, but I needed to up this a little bit. So what I did was that, mm, how do I change this so that it's got kind of a really nice flavor to it? I thought, well, okay, here's what I do. I took the picture, and it was like, okay, that looks good, but I decided I would double expose it. And what I did was took the picture again, didn't fast forward it, because you can do this on the camera that I had. It was great. And, and it actually happened many times. I would be taking pictures, and I didn't crank it forward. And if I didn't crank it forward, I'd take a picture over top of the other picture. So... Many times that happened, that was regretful because they were good pictures and they didn't coordinate with each other. But this time, I really figured out, okay, this could be really kind of fun. So I did this several times, and the one that I like the best is the one that you're looking at, where he is bent over working on one piece, then he's bent over working and painting with a paintbrush. And you see two distinctive heads, one kind of ghostly liking, and the other one just a regular working on his print. It has become one of my favorite pictures of the Chronicle days that I was there. Another great favorite, which actually probably is my ultimate favorite, is the one of my editor's feet in front of her desk as she was at the end of the day. Her hair was messed up, but she wouldn't let me photograph. She said, I'm really having a tough time, but I'm going, yeah, I'm going to photograph you anyway. So what I did was I photographed her feet. And it's on my Instagram account in May 25th, 2020. 
there were just these two lovely feet in front of a black metal desk, which is the kind of desk we had back then. You know, army surplus, whatever we could get, that's what the Chronicle had. But that's how I portrayed my editor, Heidi. There is another one on November 4th of 2020, which is one of the reporters typing. And you'll see kind of like what our office looked like. So I, I did kind of capture the essence and the fun stuff of being a cub reporter, I guess you would call us, at the student newspaper. By the way, I won a couple of awards, national awards, first place, for my news photography. One of them was the shot that I posted on December 18th, 2020, in my Instagram of Ted Kennedy visiting the University of Utah. I took a photo of our president of the university at that time because he was nominated and selected to be the head of NASA. They asked who had taken the picture that was on the front page of the Chronicle and said who it was. And they said, well, we'd like to have your negative. And I said, I don't give you my negatives. And they said, this was NASA talking to me. And I went, well, I'll, I'll let you have it so that you can make a couple of pictures if you'd like. But what are you going to pay me? And they're like, well, we'll work that out as we just send us the negative. I sent the negative to them. They took the negative and made all kinds of publicity photos that they passed out. And then they sent these publicity photos to every major newspaper in the world. Uh, how do I know that? It's because I got some tear sheets back from London, Moscow, Berlin, Stockholm, Italy, all these places. And what they said under it was photo courtesy of NASA. Nothing about my name, nothing about anything else, just photo courtesy of NASA. So NASA sent me these clippings, and they said, oh, by the way, we don't have any money in the budget to pay you for this, but here's the satisfaction that you get from having your photo go all the way around the world, and everybody's seeing it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> who gives a crap about that? I want money that I can spend. And who knows that it was me when it says, Photo courtesy of NASA, not Al Tulane. Well, that, folks, was the one and only time that I ever gave a negative to anyone to use for any photograph anywhere unless they had my permission to do so with or pay me one of the two, which never happened. So moral of that story is NASA has a lot of money to send people to the moon and everywhere and everywhere else, but they are cheap cheap suckers because they wouldn't even give me 50 bucks for a photograph. There are a lot more stories from the University of Utah and all the exploits that I had there during my three years as being a student and in the next two years of in grad school and, and then the next five years working for the university. So lots of fun stuff. But I'll tell you some of those stories later on. I'd like to thank you for listening today and hearing about the exploits of a college news reporter, photographer, journalist, and also seeing how I made that great photograph that I have with the double exposure. Thanks for tuning in and glad to have you here. Come back again. You have been listening to the Retro Photo Film Podcast. Follow Al on Instagram at Retro Photo Film to see all his latest photos and learn more about the stories behind the photos.